This podcast contains strong language and adult themes, which may not be suitable for all audiences. Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Hey everyone, welcome to Lakeshore and Limbo, an improvised occult noir story told using tabletop role-playing game rules. Since our investigators are starting another new case, I wanted to take a minute to welcome new listeners and give you everything you need to jump in here. Any new case is a great place to start listening, but if you want to avoid spoilers for earlier episodes, stop this one, go back, and listen to those. We'll be right here when you get back. If you've never heard of a role-playing game before, it's a storytelling game where one player, myself, describes the story's world to the rest of the players, CJ, Tina, and Nathan, who play the protagonists and decide what they want to do. We use a storytelling game called FOO, which stands for Freeform Universal, and there are two main rules. Rule 1. If the characters want to do something that might fail, that player will roll a six-sided die. The six possible results are, they succeed, they succeed and something else good happens, they succeed but something bad also happens, they fail, they fail but something good also happens, and they fail and something else bad happens. Depending on their chances, they might get to roll more than one die and get to take the best one, or they might have to take the worst one. Rule number two, they've also each got mysterious powers, but they have to spend their precious poker chips to use them, and they can only get their chips back by doing stuff I think is cool. Okay, that's it for the rules. Lakeshore and Limbo is a story about Vincent Melody, a detective with a suspicious resemblance to a golden age Hollywood film star who should certainly be dead by now, played by C.J. Tor. His crotchety alchemist partner, Abe Cohen, played by Nathan Kaplan, and Sassy, a young woman with a criminal past who also used to be a cat, played by Tina Arfay, and it's narrated by me, James Harvey Freetley. On their last case, they found a pair of bottles that could steal memories from people, which was lucky because Abe had trapped a coachman sent by death in a Malort bottle, and he really needed the coachman to forget both that he did that and that he was supposed to collect Abe and take him to the other side. They managed to pull that off and send Aster Crow, an occultist who had tried to steal the life from an ancient mummy, to the other side. However, that mummy is now living in the office as a 13-year-old handful of a girl named Neff. Also, here's something about the foo system we use. Unlike other tabletop games, the characters don't level up, but that doesn't mean they don't get better at things and evolve. So, at the beginning of each new story, I ask the players what their characters have been up to while they're off screen, or here, whichever. But now I'm going to let you listen in on what they've been doing. A small thing I mentioned last time is between adventures and his mm-hmm. free time, uh, Vince has been taking American Sign Language classes. Oh, sure. Uh, and just let me know how my how how that's progressing. You're doing good. All you're right. uh, you're not quite fluent, but you're proficient. Oh, I'm proficient already. Mm-hmm. All right, very cool. Uh, during during off time, uh, Abe would also like to be working on a bottle of smoke. So Ooh. when he opens it up, basically smoke fills the area, obscuring things. Nice, and an alchemical bottle of smoke. Yes. Can I? Can I? As he concocted that, Vince made a thing of, can you make it odorless? So that if we do it, Sassy can still find her way around. Mm, 100%. Thank you. Ooh, very smart. Okay. Um, and Neff and Sassy have been pulling small cons <laughs> all over the city. 
Hell yeah. What small, <laughs> what small <laughs> cons Just and like grifts have you guys been pulling? Standard grifts. Help, help. Uh, my, you know, my mom is missing and I, I, I need, uh, I need a bus ticket or like, um, What's the one like challenging people to things that we know Neff can do? <laughs> Stuff like dreaming, uh, dreaming. What else can she do? She can't do anything else, can she? She speaks Her almost knowledge. every language. Her not, yeah, that. Uh, well, I think Neff's knowledge is probably like dream based knowledge. So, well, just like, from like being alive in that time. Too. Oh, she sure, yeah, Egyptian trivia. The old Egyptian trivia, Griff. But she's a child. There's no way she knows anything about ancient Egypt. Ask her anything. Right. Here's the thing, though. Neff's Neff's like. Neff was there. She knows just about everything, but her uh, perspective was that of like a, <laughs> you know, 12 to 13 year old girl. Yeah. So like mostly it deals with like which court ministers were real assholes mm-hmm. and like who would let you get away with stuff. So those don't work as well, but yeah. all the like small, like stealing stuff, like her causing a distraction while I take something or, you know, stuff like that. Um, And he knows nothing about it. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. nothing about that. But however, I would like some form of education going on can can we can we make frank do this or 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 should it be something vince is doing um well what do you want her to be learning just like i, I want to start with math like because uh, the idea of being she's so dreamlike mm-hmm. i want to do some like logical lessons and i want to start with like math lessons okay I think a hundred percent Abe wants whether he like actually is doing it. Abe wants to take the reins on teaching her. Right, and I don't know how good of a job Great. he does. I would, I would just say like homeschool, yeah. starting with yeah. starting with math. I think. Yeah. Okay. Actually, that's a pretty good idea, Abe. I'm gonna say uh, we'll have you uh, teach her for now. I want you to roll one to see how well you're doing on educating Neff. That is a six, baby. Yes. Abe. Stand and deliver. <laughs> Abe, you're crushing F's, uh, Neff's education. Um, in fact, Neff is starting to pick up just a little bit more than you'd like her to. Uh, she's starting to like creep in and read some of your uh, occult texts and learn a little, uh, a few tricks here and there. Oh. Uh, she's a scamp. Yeah. <laughs> she's learning. Scamp. Yeah, she's learning I things. don't know where she's learning this. <laughs> you sassy? Mm, no. No, when I take her to church <laughs> and youth group multiple times a week. Yeah, they it do just have seems that like... multiple times a week. You're right. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, Neff is starting to pick up things a little bit from everyone, except it seems Vince. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I sh- maybe she's picked up a moral character, but that has yet to manifest. Yeah, hopefully. I uh, mean, I'll take, le- if, do, if we want to do lessons, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll teach her defense. Oh, interesting. All right, go ahead self-defense. and roll one to yeah, see how. That's a self-defense class. Yeah, see how her fencing is coming along. Oh, it's a yes. Yeah, you're not as good a teacher as Abe, but. Yeah. She is learning uh, bit by bit how to defend herself with a sword. I just love her. <laughs> All right. Which brings us now up to the present and our new adventure. Oh, yeah. What's this called? The Actor's Secret. Oh, my gosh. Okay. We're going to finally learn to yes and. <laughs> <laughs> You just came from somewhere. Where did you just come from? <laughs> um, um. You know what? Truth and comedy. Am I right, guys? Yes. <laughs> okay, listener. That's what they've been up to while we weren't looking. And now. 
The sun sets over the second city. Graves yawn and shadows stretch as the night comes awake. And you're on a strange corner of Chicago where mysteries gather. At Lakeshore and Limbo. screaming in a chorus of fear and delight, and the brute smell of straw and fur, as Vince Melody, Abe Cohen, and Sassy cross a small footbridge and enter the Lincoln Park Petting Zoo. A letter in their mailbox addressed to Reynolds Dry Cleaning slash Melody Investigations and written in a left-handed script brought them here looking for a woman in a red hijab and long black gloves. You guys stand in the Lincoln Park Petting Zoo. I mean, is it going to be weird when you see her, like, after you went on that date all right, all right, with somebody else? Everybody I don't know. Just, I'm just curious. It's not a date. Ben you, says as he, like, straightens his tie and, like, checks his hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine for people to date around nowadays. That's oh, something absolutely. I keep hearing, yeah. you know. Yes. Absolutely. And, no. you know, as long as you don't make anyone any promises. No, of course not. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty certain she just has information about Edward Kelly. Okay. Although the screaming is concerning. Oh, it's just a it's just a bunch of kids on a field oh, okay. trip yelling and oh, hooping right, and hollering right, right. as kids. I was do. really afraid she had taken the suggestion of petting zoo literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, they're looking for Wither, a former employee of the now deceased Aster Crow, who has a hand which lives up to her name, being able to turn just about anything it touches into dust through some strange necrotic magic. And you see her over by the goats. She stands waiting, looking for you. However, as you make your way down the footbridge, you do notice two other familiar figures trying to stand inconspicuously behind newspapers, but above the newspapers crop their green bowler hats. It's two women you know, Mm -hmm. hench women of Edward Kelly. They stand between you and Wither. What is... Well... Is it some kind of haunted petting zoo? Some kind of demon goats? What I do think this? that they do that in October. I think do that they? Is, I think so. Is it is so fun, fun for the we whole We should family, come back actually. for that. We, we should bring that. Yeah, 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 she'll like that. You know, we should bring Frank too because if <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> I'm just saying. Why does he? He won't never worry about it anywhere. If if like if you know if Frank messes up and something floats around, they'll think it's part of the exhibit. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, we have. There's three possibilities here purpose of waiter here of some other matter that this is a haunted petting zoo mm-hmm. uh with it was not as discreet as we had hoped she would be and they have followed her after she tried to follow them maybe she's working with them that's the third one mm-hmm. or they love goats and llamas okay i guess there are four options yeah. Yeah, they, they could, could be big really. petting zoo and uh, aficionados but they like to observe it covertly from behind newspapers yeah that checks out less <laughs> <laughs> Um, maybe I should just, I'll, I'll just go over and. All right. I'll go to Wither and see if you can't distract. Okay. Well, 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 look what the cat dragged in. I can't believe it's taking you that long to use that (laughs) goddamn line. (laughs) (laughs) What's up? Y'all having a fun day at the zoo? 
What are you doing here? Freaking love animals, man. Yeah? Yeah. Well, so do we. That's why we're... Yeah, that's why we're here. We Uh love animals. Yeah, you petting the goats? No. Why are you reading if you love animals so much? We're also up on the news. Okay. What's up? Let's, you know, let's cut the shit. What's up? Nothing. I mean, well, that's not true. What about the sky? Ah, get (laughs) him. Fuck off. (laughs) Uh, I want you guys to roll uh, one die each. Just you, we're gonna we're gonna let you do a little perceiving. Five, six. Nice. Oh, very nice. All right, Sassy, you don't notice anything because you're right up in their grills, mm. uh, trying to distract them. You're kind of doing a wide arms thing, I think, to keep them from seeing Vince. Like you're trying to be really aggressive and keep mm-hmm. their eyes on you. Abe, while you're doing, while she's doing that, uh, you clock that they are now each they each have a wedding band on. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, what's what's up with that, huh? What with what? Oh no, I was just backing you up as you were saying. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm keeping that knowledge internal. Oh as okay. as right now, goes. <laughs> what knowledge? <laughs> yeah, what knowledge? It what was knowledge my, I, was, I went from character voice to not character voice. There's not much of a distinction, but there is a distinction. <laughs> yeah, what you guys just having a day together, huh? You guys just going out and enjoying the freaking animals. Yeah. Is it your honeymoon? No. I mean, we had... How did you... Wait. Oh. Wait. What? Are you guys married? Well, we each got married. Not to each other. No. Oh. But we we shared the same space and... That's cute. Well, it was expensive, so... Purvis, wait. That's not our names anymore, actually. Oh. Oh, what do they know? Wid and Kent. Wid and Kent. So you guys took their names, huh? Yeah. All right. <laughs> what? I mean, it's a person. Feminism is about choice. Well, I, I married a, I married a lady. Well, and oh, I, I married a guy. Uh, I made some assumptions. Yeah, <laughs> that's on me, and that's on me. Yeah. So there. Wait, are are they nice? Are they good? Like, I mean, clearly you like them. How long have you been seeing them? We've been. We don't talk. We don't talk yeah, ever. Do you like, we that? don't even know you guys. Meanwhile, this is Princess Man. She like sneakingly distracting. Good job. Vince has managed to sneak past them as they've been like sort of suckered into talking about their uh, significant others and also Sassy is right up in their grills. (laughs) I never stepped back from their grills. Pleasant now, but still equally as close. (laughs) You approach Wither, who is standing over by the petting the goats. Wither? Mr. Melody. How do you do this fine day? Thanks for answering my message. I, uh... Managed to get a little bit of information for you. Oh? You'd sent me to figure out how Edward Kelly keeps himself looking so fit and spry and young despite being a few hundred years old. That's correct. Well, I got sort of an answer. It's a piece of jewelry that he wears on his wrist all the time. Um, I managed to almost get it. I was following him for a few days. I tried to pickpocket it, but then when I went to grab it, something happened. What happened? And she shows you her arm, no longer withered. It's completely normal and healed. Although you can see it's sort of starting to wrinkle again. She goes, this. Hmm. And I sort of freaked out when I saw that, and now I am being followed. I understand. Do you still retain your abilities with the hand, or is it... Simply cosmetic. It seems to be coming back. I understand. But it just, when I grabbed it, it started to, it just did this. And then he turned around and he looked at me and I 
I panicked and I ran. I take it to the two women over there. They've been following me ever since. Yes, well, they seem to be very engaged in a conversation with my associates mm-hmm. right now. We cut back over to Ava and Sassy. And well, you know, honestly, I'm happy for you guys. You get, you know, just because we don't get along doesn't mean you don't deserve happiness. Yeah, you 100% deserve happiness. Because really, it's not our beef with you. It's no. our beef with your boss. Isn't it's, that wild? There's nothing with us. I don't even know you guys like that. Yeah. All right, well, this has been an interesting talk, but I need to... Oh, shit. What? She sees, uh, Wid and Kent now notice that Vince is now I'll talking never remember to, that. I just learned their name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, notice that Vince is talking to uh, Wither and goes, oh, God damn it, we were supposed to... Supposed to what? Yeah, supposed to what? Look, we, we're kind of on a good foot right now. Never mind. No, come on, come on, come on. No, no, we're late. We're late. No, we're having a weird. Can't come on. We have. You can talk to us. We have a we have a double date that we have to get back to. We heard all about Harry and Beatrice. I mean, let us know. Tell us about them. Which, by the way, joint honeymoon. Oh yeah. Is that a thing? No. No. Well, that's actually smart because you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's baked ziti night. We have to go. And while they're doing that. <laughs> While they draw their attention, like we saw them like turn to us, but then turn back for the mm-hmm. honeymoon when they kind of got reinvested. <laughs> and then I was like, excellent. I, I think this is fully what I asked for. And uh, you have our address. Come by the office tonight and I'll give you your payment. Also, you should know the jewelry. It was a necklace or not a necklace. Fuck. A bracelet. Yes. You said it was around his wrist. Of baby teeth. Ah. Uh. What? Yeah, it was made of baby teeth. What, just baby teeth? Just was there baby a jewel teeth. on it? No, just baby teeth. Bizarre. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, like I said, tonight, seven, 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock? Yes. I'll be there. What time? I'll, oh, um, uh, what should I uh, wear? Um, oh. <laughs> Uh, oh, I you know no. I've misread the situation. No, 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 I'll, no, 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 I, no, it's fine. No, I'll. Uh, oh, tell you what, what, no, you know, we don't have to be in my office. Uh, there's a coffee shop down the street. Uh, oh, we can meet up there. It's a little late for coffee for me. Seven o'clock at night. Oh, I'm sure they'll be. Uh, they have desserts. I know a nice little bar. What's that? I know a bar in that area. Oh, okay. Yes. Cool. Yeah. cool. Great. 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 Seven o'clock. Yeah. Perfect. What was See, the bar? Was it a bar? Oh, uh, um, God, what what bars are around what? that neighborhood? Yeah, what's our neighborhood again? Lincoln Square. Uh, I always go to a r- pub. R- what's that? Oh, some pub, probably. Yeah, I was about to say. Oh, um, some pub. I love some pub. Let's some go pub. there. <laughs> so, some pub, seven o'clock, and let's say casual dress. For me, that will mean still a suit, no coat. <laughs> and for me, it'll mean a red hijab, long <laughs> black, understand. long black gloves, and I, I sunglasses. Realize, when you ask me what to wear, I only know this outfit. <laughs> <Same here>. <laughs> <laughs> See you then. See you then. And she walks off, and Kent and Wid take off after her. Mm. Are they gonna? Well, I don't know anything yet. Well, I mean, she seems a capable young woman. Worked as a mercenary for many years, and she can handle herself. We she out, have to worry about them. We outwit Purvis and Wade all the time. Not their names Wade anymore. Wade and Kent now. They're what? Married. I didn't hear that conversation. Oh. They're married. Yeah, they got married yeah. to Harry Wid and Beatrice Kent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's uh, good for them, I suppose. Turns out not to each other. I really thought. I thought there was a thing between them. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but you don't want to assume that people just because you see them would... together all the time. That's Workplace true. Workplace romances never work exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah, you, know? you don't want to shit where you eat. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Been there, done that. What's that? Um, Me too. I've, <laughs> I've, I've well, tried okay. to eat in my not litter this box. Workplace. <laughs> <laughs> What's to say? What does Frank have to tell me? <laughs> Is this why you don't get along with Frank? <laughs> 
Frank's he's he's fine. He just does what he does. It's it's all good. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. okay, all right, fine. Sure. Really defensive. Yeah, this is weird. Um, yes. <laughs> So, but we do have a lead on Edward Kelly's immortality. And what's even more interesting is whatever it is seems to have restored the properties, which could be very important for your granddaughter. Oh, yes, absolutely. So he seems to have a bracelet of baby teeth around his arm that if we were able to abscond with it, maybe we could use it for to set things right. Yeah, we'll also probably kill him if we take it off of him. Good. Just a guess. Is that, that's good? I'm okay with it. He's a real jerk. He kind of gives a shit all the time. He's been alive for a long time. Mm, you it's know. true. And yeah, that's real jerk of a guy who lives longer than he should. Hey, huh. I'm helping huh. other people. He's actively hurting other people. Oh, I was referring to myself. Oh, really? Either of us can look for that. <laughs> You're helping other people. I know, I know. Really, I'll... there's a better case for you than there is for me. <laughs> Can I'll you admit it. Can you three move? My kid would like to pet the goats. And you oh, can yeah. oh, sorry. Right. No, I'm, I'm petting this goat right now. You, <laughs> hey, can, you and your kid can back off. Hey, what was it you were saying <laughs> about being okay. good? Oh, never mind. I'll, I'll back off. <laughs> I just don't like when I go to a museum or anything. And then like the parents are always like, oh, let my kid go in front. I'm here. I'm here to have a good time, too. That's my own pet peeve. Well, but, but, but kids are so small that they don't have the natural presence. And parents feel like they need to be the ones to inform people that the child is there. Is... So kids will just cut in front of me, too. They'll do that all the time. Hey, no, cut in front of me whenever this I want to do anything. Children. It's for children. It's okay. for kids. That's fine. Let's go look Please at Please stop yelling and let my daughter cut this guy. Go on. <laughs> you guys make your way back to Melody Investigations. The evening progresses. Seven o'clock rolls around, and that'll be a bonus episode. We'll have another. Hey! We'll do another Vince goes on a date episode. Yes. <laughs> okay. We're gonna find. We're gonna find you, love guy. I was about to say, but there's no reason for me to be wearing an earpiece in this one because. No, oh, so right. you've too fine a reason to be there. <laughs> All we're right. there to help. <laughs> no, but the earpiece is because we were screening a potential thing for Neff. This is actually a date. Yeah, oh, we're yeah, here, you're we're, bad at dating. Yeah, we're here to help you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> find out how that goes in the bonus episode, folks. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> Vince comes back to the office. You know what? I want to set this up. Sure. He has a uh, chocolate cake all over his shirt. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out why he has chocolate cake all over his shirt in the bonus episode. But it is now about 10 o'clock. So that was a three-hour date. Who knows? Oh, okay, yeah. mister. All right. You guys are sitting around in the office. Neff is playing around with the butterfly knife that she found somewhere. Uh, Frank is constantly trying to grab it away from her and she's grabbing it back. Suddenly. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. On. Can I do one thing as I come yeah. home and just come home for the day so that I can address the uh, American Sign Language thing? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, I walk in and he's like, oh, I avoid questions about the date, et cetera, because we don't mm-hmm. know what happened yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, Frank, can I speak with you for a moment? Absolutely. Uh, and I open up a desk. and Frank like, didn't say that. He just, yeah, I was yes. like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Frank, can I speak with you a moment? Absolutely. No, no. <laughs> Frank, can I speak with you a moment? There we go. Uh, and I come to desk and I pull it open and I pull out some very nice pair of gloves. And I said, Frank, uh, as you've done such a good job with helping with Neff and everything and you, you have more responsibility. So if you ever wish to communicate more than a knock or two, uh, I hand that them and I have pulled a book of American Sign Language. Uh, I'm already somewhat proficient. If you are interested, you may, you may learn at your speed. All right. And in, in the future, I hope to have uh, fuller conversations with you. 
Thanks. That was, that was the sign language thing. Yes? Great. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, he picks up the book and the gloves and he puts on the gloves and he does like a little Mickey Mouse gloves routine on the <laughs> desk where they like walk across the desk and dance. Yeah. And then... It's fun. I try to get them. <laughs> but, uh, what is this? <laughs> and then they float away with the book as the pages are turning into the other room. Mm. Suddenly, there's the scent of lavender. It's scent that makes Vince stop what he's doing, and his eyes flicker to an old noir movie poster hanging on the wall, which shows a dashing young gumshoe who looks a lot like Vince, clutching a swooning heiress, played by the starlet Gloria Ganderson, as the shadow of a man with a knife looms large before them. Vince smiles fondly, but the smile fades as the door opens, and a white-haired woman, who looks to be in her 80s, in furs and tasteful diamonds, steps through the doors, sees Vince, gasps, and passes out on the ground. Whoa, okay, hi. <laughs> that chocolate cake stain really really did a number on her. Chocolate's uh, dangerous, and everyone should know that. Vince, to detail, <laughs> does Vince recognize? Yes. Okay. That is, that is the star Gloria Ganderson, someone you knew very well back when you were an actor. The actor's secret. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, mm, uh, this is also what Vince is saying. Okay. Uh, ooh, okay. Holy uh, shit, is that oh, Gloria did... Anderson? Yes, that is. Oh my God. She was She was such a heartthrob. Right? Who are you talking to? Everybody. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know. I wasn't alive. Everyone, 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 shut up. Okay. What's, do we need to call a hospital? No, I'm sure she's fine. Uh, get her on the couch. Um, okay. If not, I can heal her or do something. I'll just like lick her face, Vince maybe. Vince is completely beside himself. Like that cool demeanor he often has is gone. Vince, what's up, dude? Oh, it's just I'm, my suit is stained. Uh, why don't you handle uh, this client and I oh. will go change. Okay. Uh, 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 Goodbye. Ma'am? Vince Ma dashes out the door as Sassy licks. Yep, that's what I thought. Vince stands on like the other side of the door listening. All right. Vince uh, stands on the other side of the door listening as Sassy licks Gloria back awake. Her eyes flutter open and she goes, oh, ex excuse, stop, stop, oh, stop now, stop now. Oh, God, there's so, much, ugh, there's so much powder on your face. Well, one has to look their best. I, I'm sorry, was there a man in here a moment ago? Yeah, yeah me. He's right here. A handsome man. A oh, dashing okay, well, young wow, man. Okay. okay. Uh, thanks, <laughs> I you're, guess. Well, you're right, you're right. Um, I, what, what are you doing? Can we help you? What's, what's up? What's going on? I'm sorry. My name is Gloria Ganderson. You may have heard of me. Yes, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan. Oh. Yeah, look, you're on the poster. <gasps> that man. There, I could have sworn. Oh, you probably just saw the poster. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. That, <laughs> that's probably what happened. Um, I'm looking for Vincent Melody. Uh, is he here? Ah, uh, he's... That's me. Yep. <laughs> this I, is Vincent. I'm Vincent Melody. Hello. Nice to meet you. God it's it. a pleasure to meet you as well. I I was told I should come find you. I was. You were recommended highly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, can I ask who recommended? Just because oftentimes like we do a little reward One of program. My co-actors, a co-star in the production of A Midsummer Night's Dream we're performing at the Barge Theater on Navy Pier. Oh. So you're still, you're still doing it, huh? I'm still treading the That's boards, amazing. yes. Not in as many films as I once was. I have to slum it on the stage, but... 
I, oh no, it's it's high art. It's it's a privilege just yeah. to be seen. I imagine. Oftentimes, it's more rewarding to do stage work than mm-hmm. film work. Something about the energy, you know, oh, of yeah. live theater. <laughs> Someone's been trying to kill me. Okay, oh. let's talk about well, that. Yeah. I should say someone's been trying to abduct me and kill my co-star. Who's your co-star? Ah, uh, his name is Humphrey Klinger. Humphrey Klinger? Yes. Is he also an old star of stage? He is, and Vince actually, uh, he, yeah, from he the goes other very side, sweaty. You hear like, uh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, someone has been trying to do one of us grievous harm, and I suspect kidnap the other. Why do you think that? Well, various small incidents where one of my understudies was thrown into a laundry cart, a bag over her head, because she was wearing, I assume, because she was wearing my clothing, and she was almost abducted, but then she was left behind, and there have been poison spiders found in Humphrey's costume, and there was a small fire set on my train. Hmm. Why would someone want to kill you guys? I assume it's... Well, this is why I was recommended to you. I, uh, Mr. Melody, you are a detective of the occult. Uh, yes, that is correct. Yes. I suspect it is a phantom. A phantom oh. of a jilted lover. Someone I abandoned years ago. And who's that? Her eyes flicker to the poster of Vince. Oh, God. <laughs> You think it's that actor that is... This is the one you, you used to have a relationship with? right here? Real fast, the poster just has the name Victor Astrum on mm-hmm. it. It says Victor Astrum on it. Uh, Victor Astrum? I think it was Victor Astrum. His ghost. It must be his ghost. You know that he's dead? Yes. He died in the Vietnam War. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. What, um... Your shirt was this guy right here. I it's I could be any number of jilted lovers, but I. Why uh, him? Why do you yeah. think him? He was the most jilted. And what did you do? I broke up with him. Just pretty, when pretty funsies? What's Just, the deal? I. Well, we have to know everything, okay? Sorry. We're going to help you, <laughs> yeah, especially yeah. in matters of the occult. We need specifics. Well, so dish. All right, look. Yeah, spill that tea, bitch. Okay. <laughs> 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 Careful. His face. This tea is hot. <laughs> I'm blowing on it. <laughs> um, she, her eyes sort of shift, and she goes, "Well, it's it's maybe not so much that I jilted him as perhaps he um, didn't so much call me, and I suspect maybe he regrets it so much from beyond the grave. So he dumped you, and now you think he's haunting you." He ghosted you, and now you think he is ghosting, ghosting. you. <laughs> yes. Girl, you need to get over yourself, baby. Well, it's, <laughs> it's one of my jilted lovers, and I assume maybe he felt some retroactive jilting because I didn't chase him. Okay. Okay, okay. How long are you guys together? Throughout the entirety of, well, half of the shooting of Evil's Caress, and she looks at the poster again. Hmm. Hmm. I now I'm not uh, some uh, Holly weird executive. Can you tell me how long that normally would last? That was almost a year and a half. Okay. Mm, okay. So a year and a half of filming. Six, seven, eight months. If it's half yeah. that time. Yes, that is math. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Mr. Okay. Melody, will you please come to the detective's <laughs> office? 
for those of you listening, uh, Nathan, as he was addressing me, looked confused for a second, which I think happened with Abe as well. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, Mr. Melody. Why yes, you sorry. I think I think uh, I, I like to think in pictures. Uh, <laughs> what? Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah. Um, no, we can we can definitely look around. You're pretty sure that this is a. Phantom or ghost or lover. Okay. Yes. What about this Why? other person? Sorry. Yeah, Humphrey. Humphrey? Why would your lover want Humphrey? Because we have hacked up for Are this you currently production. Shacking? It's a stage romance. Oh. So not a long-term thing, but you are shacking up as, as you said. soon as the, the as soon as this carnival rolls out of town, we're sharing different train cars, baby. Wow. It's a great metaphor. Isn't oh. it just? <laughs> okay. Um, Have you seen anyone do this? Did the did your understudy say that she saw anybody or merely a black shadow? A black shadow. Well, How somebody often? somebody wearing black. Mm. Okay, a person a a person wearing black. That person doesn't necessarily mean that it's a ghost. Could be a techie. <laughs> I, I guess I'm wondering why why are you certain that it's a ghost? I'd, well, most of the people I know at this point are dead. So if anybody wanted it, had it out for me, I assume it would be, you know, it's a theater. It's okay. got to be a phantom. Yeah, you know that the phantom in Phantom of the Opera is just a guy, a guy. with with a fa- with his face living burned. in the in the in the basement. I yeah. haven't seen it. What? If I haven't been in it, I won't watch it. That's... You know what? That's a good rule of thumb. <laughs> I don't want anything messing up my interpretation of the characters. Yeah, 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 absolutely. This is the first time I've ever heard of Midsummer Night's Dream. <laughs> You've never even heard of it before? I won't Also, what are the odds I... that this is your first time in Midsummer Night's Dream? <laughs> I won't read it or watch it if I haven't been in it. <laughs> okay, well. Wow. Um, so how often would you say these attacks are happening? Once every week. Okay. At least. And are you about But they're to becoming s- more and more frequent. Okay. And when's your next show? The show begins. It opens in two days. The show opens in two days. How long is the run for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I can make it. I'm just curious. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll try and get out. I'll try and get out. <laughs> I've got comps. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, me, yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah. Send me a Facebook invite. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm definitely trying it out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so actually, uh, she goes. Uh, yes, the run. The run is at least three months. Three months. Well, um, if there's anything else that you think we must know, are you sure there was no one else here? There's our uh, our my little sister yeah. is around. I I don't know if uh, Neff peeks her head out and goes, "Why does it smell like a bathroom at an old lady's house in here?" Neff, what? Lavender's relaxing. Go play your video game. <sighs> Lavender smells. I, I associate with poop now. <laughs> <laughs> she she walks Sorry. back into. <laughs> She's you know, teenagers. I haven't been or seen one in years. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and now's really the time to let us know if there's anything else that we can use. Not any secrets. Also, did anybody follow you? Because we've had a lot of issues with people not telling us they got followed. The paparazzi, I'm sure, but other than that, no. (laughs) I mean, we could potentially come and observe a rehearsal. Yes, please. Um 
and uh, we may bring another associate who's been so badly, I hope it's not haunting to you. He's been very badly disfigured. Uh, so he does have bandages all over his face. Is that <laughs> he going may to have, be? He may have healed since then. <laughs> we'll <laughs> see. We'll see. He might have bandages. He might not. Uh, we'll he see. might just have a really weird mustache. I, <laughs> I'm trying to, I just want to, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What was that? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, someone with a flair for the dramatic. Very well. I'm sure he'll be most welcome in our company. Yeah, we'll we'll try to keep an eye and see if we can we can maybe uh, uh, do some sleuthing for you. Thank you. Now, you said that you saw Victor uh, here in somebody that looked like him here in the apartment. Have you seen anyone that looks like him anywhere else that might be? Why, or are there any other jilted lovers that you can let me know their names of, or if you're so positive that it's Victor? This is the, it could be any number of jilted lovers. I, maybe it was just wishful thinking. He jilted me kind of bad. Yeah. Okay. What did he say when he left? Nothing. That's the worst thing. Oh, wow. That's kind of shitty. Okay. But you're positive it's it's this guy's ghost. I just saw him, so perhaps it is. <gasps> I saw his ghost. His ghost is following me. It, it confirms my confirms my suspicions. I shall see you at the theater. Oh, right. see oh, the theater. Okay. oh I never took her coat. <laughs> <laughs> she was wearing diamonds. Sassy kicked herself Shit. kicks herself. Can I take a coat? <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Do I hear the door close? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Vincent walks out like, oh. wow, right. wow, okay. ghosting, ghosting. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. Your review helps other people find our show. And if you really enjoy the show, consider supporting us and all the other great shows on Arcade Audio by going to patreon.com slash arcade audio. There you can talk to the performers on our secret Discord server, get a postcard from your favorite character, or dope Lakeshore and Limbo merch. Write to us on Twitter at Lakeshore Limbo, all one word, or at LakeshoreAndLimbo at gmail.com. Sassy is played by Tina R. Fay. Find her on Twitter at Tina2Cats. Vincent is played by CJ Tor. Find him on Twitter at CJ Tor. Abe was played by Nathan Kaplan. Find him on Twitter at Nathan Kaplan. Everyone else was played by me, James Harvey Freely. Find me on Twitter at James H. Freely. This work is based on Foo, the freeform universal RPG. Found at http colon forward slash forward slash nathanrussell.net slash foo by Nathan Russell and licensed for our use under the Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported license. Our cover art is by Megan McHugh. You can see her work at artstation.com slash theme music was created by John Monteverde. You can find his work at johnmonteverde.com. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.